We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. Well, speaking of not being competitive, Zach Wilson. Uh, Now, the Jets are competitive. (laughs) They have a playoff caliber defense. The offense, on the other hand, is struggling because Zach Wilson is struggling. Now, yesterday, the score of the game was obviously super low. Uh, Low-scoring game, we understand that. It could have been so much worse. The Patriots must have dropped, what, three interceptions yesterday? One easily could have been a pick six, the Devin McCourty one. So it was even a little bit skewed. Mac Jones and Zach Wilson were like, who can lose this game faster between these two quarterbacks? And ultimately... Zach Wilson was on the bad end of it. The special teams touchdown was what sealed it. Zach Wilson was 9 for 22. The Jets averaged in the second half 2.7 inches per play. That's just how anemic the Jets offense became against the Patriots. And so after the game, Zach Wilson was asked if he thinks the offense is to blame or if he let down the defense. As an offense, though, I mean, when you guys are only able to score three points, the defense only lets up three points. I mean, do you you feel like you let the defense down at all? No. No. All right. So there you go. No. Uh, Robert Sala, head coach of the Jets, was asked about the offensive struggles. Can you talk about the second half, especially the offense? Seven possessions, only two total yards. Um, no, it's dog. Well, there you go. That's succinct. That sounds like New York right there. Okay. I have a, a bunch of questions off of this. Okay. I think, first of all, the problem for me, the problem is not what Zach Wilson said in the press conference, although that seems to be the number one problem in New York City right now. It's clearly what he did on the field. But the second question is, is it possible that he was protecting the offense? They said, is it on the offense? And he didn't want to sell out the other 10 guys and be like, he should have said, no, it's on me, would have been the right answer. But I don't think he really wanted to sell out the entire offense. I think he was trying in a weird way to be protective there. Is it possible? Because the question wasn't, did you let down the defense? The question was, did the offense let down the defense? And he said, no. I think you're right. I think that he should have owned it. He should have okay. Yeah, he should have said, like, I need to play better. This yeah. is like the oldest thing in the book when it comes to team sports. When you win, it's we. We did a great job. And when you lose, it's I sucked. I didn't do what I need to do. You know, it's always, that's always what you want to project, and especially if you're a quarterback. And he violated that rule yesterday. And the fact of the matter is, he isn't playing well. And you know what? He just might not be good yet. Will he ever be good? I have no idea. But right now, he's just not a good quarterback. But is are we doing too much on this one game? Didn't he just beat the Bills a couple weeks ago? Yeah, but if you... He didn't do much, he, I know. He didn't beat the Bills. The defense is good. They but, are legit good. But you could walk away from that game saying, okay, Zach Wilson was not great. I think a couple... He's had a couple good games since his injury. I think he's had some some big numbers, at least, for him. At least... I think he had at least a 200-yard game or something. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh... I don't recall like a great game from him. Not a great game. You were saying, oh, Zach Wilson turned the corner. Zach Wilson is the reason. You know, Zach Wilson is looks like a starter in this league. And then I think you add on top of it, like, you know, these are the kinds of things that snowball on you in a city like New York because you already, okay, 
if the the two times you played the Patriots, the defense allowed one touchdown. The defense allowed one touchdown. That's incredible if you know the history, the terrible history between the Patriots and the Jets, at least from the Jets side of things. They've lost to the Patriots 14 straight times. So for the defense to only allow one touchdown, that's like a miracle stuff. And the fact that the offense could not help and Zach Wilson was the culprit, he's got to own it. Yeah, definitely. But I think the bigger problem was that he played so poorly. It's not what he says. Because how many... Quarterbacks say nothing in the post-game press conference. Like, what's the difference? If he had said, you know what, I own that, I played terribly, are Jets fans going to feel better today? If they are, they're morons. No, he would have stopped the snowball, though. Maybe. But Maybe. why is it? And this is feels like a an overreaction in New York. Do you think Joe Douglas cares about the New York market? I think there's, there's 32 teams. There's, what, there's 28 markets or 29 markets because there's two teams at LA, too. Yeah. They all have the same. These owners and the general managers, they're not scared of these fans. They have bigger things to worry about here. They're desperately trying to win. So I don't feel like, oh, because he said no in the press conference, it really makes a big difference in the long term. Honestly, I think that Zach Wilson wins the next game. New York fans are so fickle. They'll be, we loved them all along or whatever. Well, fans are di- are the same anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing about what goes on in New York. Yeah. Is that you already know that you have an owner who's a wild card. Woody Johnson is somebody who thinks that he is a very smart football guy, and he's come in to make decisions for the football team that a general manager may not have wanted to make, right? Did anyone want to trade for Tim Tebow? I love when Tim Tebow comes into our studio. He's a great guest. That was done for publicity, and it was done to try to get people in the seats. And I don't know, like, this is where I think this could be going here with the Jets, is they spent the second overall pick on Zach Wilson. He's not ready to win now. The rest of the team is ready to make the playoffs, and they haven't made the playoffs since 2010. So the owner could say, listen, if he can't do it, we should be looking at the market to try to bring in a veteran quarterback who can replace Zach Wilson or who is ready to win now. Definitely. So I think that Jimmy Garoppolo and some of that. None of that has a single thing to do with New York. Right? I mean, the fact that your quarterback has more interceptions than touchdowns, that's what that's about. It doesn't matter about the fans, okay, does it? Okay, so there was also a report that came out from SNY, which is a you know great, a TV station here in New York, that Zach Wilson, that there were people in the locker room who were upset with how Zach Wilson was like carrying himself after the game. Mm. And so, okay, it was anonymous sources. You want to you know, uh, roll your eyes at it, but... You know, anonymous sources didn't do well for Carson Wentz when he was trying to win back the locker room in Philadelphia. Sometimes this stuff does start, the perception starts right. to become the reality. It has, none of that matters. The fact that he's terrible on the field is going to make the, well, I mean, of course. he had nine touchdowns and 11 picks as a rookie. He has four touchdowns and five picks this year as a second year player. It doesn't take, it doesn't matter what the fan base says <laughs> yes. or what the wild card. By the way, a lot of teams brought in Tebow. The Patriots brought in Tebow. The Eagles brought in Tebow, two of the smartest teams in the league. So I'm not going to call that a crazy move by the Jets. The fact is Zach Wilson has to pick it up a little bit here. He's clearly, he's clearly in trouble. Well, but two years in, do you give up on a guy who's the second overall pick? I mean, it's just I, two yeah. years and he got hurt and missed a lot of games in the first year. And yeah. now I think a lot of people are saying he's probably going to be benched here soon. I would say bridge quarterback. So someone, to, a veteran to push Zach Wilson. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Uh, if you had to look at your crystal ball, Jets offseason, what do you think they do for quarterback? I could see him doing something splashy or trying to. I could see them trying to go after like a Jimmy Garoppolo or something like that. Someone who is just is more veteran to either come in and push Zach Wilson or just to outright take the job. 
Ooh, is that splashy though? Jimmy G. I thought you were going to say Aaron Rodgers. That's splashy. Jimmy G. So here's the thing is about Jimmy Aaron G. Rogers. a bridge quarterback or splashy? Um, well, I mean, he's got some gravitas, doesn't he? I, I know that we think he's not the reason why the 49ers win. Like, they try to do everything kind of around around Jimmy G. But for the Jets, yeah, it'd be gravitas. Okay. Um, what do you think of Rodgers? I think that Rodgers, here's the one thing. Could it really end up that just like Favre gets traded to the Jets, that somehow Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the Jets? That almost feels like a fable or something. Yeah, I was wondering if you're Rodgers, you might say no to that, right? Does he have a no trade clause? I don't think he does. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think he has to agree to wherever he's going in principle. They, nobody wants an unhappy Aaron Rodgers. Well, that's true, and I think I could be wrong. Maybe they'll like, do whatever they want. I think he's kind of like pie in the sky, right? Like Aaron Rodgers would be like a super long shot. If Lamar Jackson and those kind of contracts, you know, negotiations break down, would that be something? I don't know. Oh, Lamar Jackson. Okay, now we're reaching. Well, I mean, this I'm talking. You're talking about <laughs> pie in the sky. Why would the Ravens let Lamar Jackson go? I have no. I think he's going to get franchise tag for two more years. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. If all of a sudden it's like, hey, listen, I want a long term deal. You're not meeting my demands. I, mean, I don't think Lamar would do that, but. Yeah, so it's going to be, yeah. I mean, see, to me, Jimmy G's a bridge quarterback. Like, at the San Francisco looked at him and said, you're not good enough. We're bringing in a rookie. We're bringing in Trey Lance, who, by the way, is not doing any better yeah, than a, a Zach Wilson. Right now. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's more like an Andy Dalton type, right? Or uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick type. Uh, somebody right in between, good enough to start, will be there with Zach Wilson. Then at least you hope. Because you have Zach Wilson under contract. You're not just going to cut him, are you? See, I don't think so. And again, you you sent, spent a, the second overall pick yeah. on him. But Andy Dalton is a backup now. I'm sorry. I know he's coming off a really good game. But he's well, that's a backup what you're going to get. You're going to get a high-end backup, low-end starter, bridge quarterback. I know, but I don't think that's going to be like – that doesn't count as splashy. That counts as no, filling out a, the roster. I That's what's called a bridge guy. Right. I think Jimmy G is splashier than that. Yeah, I mean – Jimmy G happens to be playing well right now, but coming into this offseason, Jimmy G was a high-end backup. Yeah. It was technically a start of week one on the bench. He was a backup. I've also heard Derek Carr. Yeah, maybe. That's a lot better than Jimmy G. I mean, that's way Well, Derek Carr is better than Jimmy G. You're right. Jimmy G needs gadget arm wide receivers who can reach up and catch his consistently high well, throws. Garrett Wilson might be one of those guys. Do you think Garrett Wilson and well, Elijah Moore? Well, he's not Devontae Moore, Adams. <laughs> yeah, they're not quite. Uh, I'm talking about Jimmy G. He needs oh, a Brandon Ayuk and yeah, Debo and Samuel Debo and Samuel, George no. Kittle. Yeah, the Jets have some potential in weapons. I, I don't think a quarterback's going to be excited to come here next year. See, I disagree. And, I the other you reason, see it, that defense. You see they have ooh. a good offensive line. They have some weapons. Like, they have a good run game when healthy. Aaron Rodgers is not coming into this division by choice. There's no way he wants to see Josh Allen and that Dolphins offense every week. He's been in the NFC North where there's nobody. That's <laughs> yeah. where he wants to stay. He does not want to see Josh Allen. I know you're you're not too excited about your bills right now, but Aaron Rodgers is well aware of how good his division <laughs> is. No, I, he definitely got a taste of it when he came to Buffalo. That's for sure. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.